0: Welcome back to another episode of more than a title. I'm your host as usual, Jared Thomas, chief revenue officer at Outside the Box Digital. I know we're missing one right now. Missing my brother, my brethren, you know, your favorite CEOs, favorite CEO. My boy Chad is not able to make it today, but you know, we're going to represent, you know, bring the energy like we usually do um we have a special episode special guest lined up for you guys and before we introduce this young lady let's just do a quick little you know house cleaning items but sh- first shout out to our subscribers our listeners thank you to everybody that's that's subscribing and, and really rocking out with the podcast we're growing and glowing every week because you guys and the response has been incredible so thank you guys for keeping us on our toes and we're gonna keep on bringing you good content and, and bringing the energy so appreciate you guys and also shout out to our distribution partners our exclusive partners they live podcast, uh, live podcast network. So if you're looking for other black content from black creators, please download the app and support your favorite content creators. Shout out to uh, Angel and the entire team over there. And, and let's get it rocking, man. This is an exciting episode for me because this is my sister right here. We met over about a year ago um, on LinkedIn, you know, just organically. Um, and come to find out she's from the Bronx. We end up linking up a few times and we've really, you know, established a really great relationship. So this young lady is a beast, right? So she's been in the industry for quite some time. She's worked at companies like Ueno, Code and Theory, Publicis, A&B, Uncharted, and now is the VP of growth at Poc Stock, which is basically the, um, the Getty images for Black content, right? For Black creators. So- Definitely want to give us a shout out to our special guest, Natalie Haywood Smith. What's going on, Queen? Hey, what's I going know. I on? I felt
1: like I should say that. It was a great
0: <laughs> intro. Thank you I so much. I go back this. and
1: like look at myself because I might be like more better than I thought. <laughs>
0: that, I swear, everybody says that because it, it sounds different when you hand your accolades. Somebody say it to you like, "Damn, I did that." I was, I was publicist, and I was good. I did do
1: some stuff. I did, I did do, do that thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. but it's
0: an honor sis thank you for taking time and thank you for for, for pulling up on us man i really appreciate you
1: thank you, you for, thank you thank you for inviting me it's been uh you know it's been quite a journey my my little you know at this point in my life i figure that i just do dope shit that moves the needle and i have fun and that's for tagline and hope oh. happens to come along with that so it's nice to be here and talking about them and talking about you because you know how proud i am of you and thank the you wonderful said. wonderful things you've been doing out here I'm Supporting people and pushing conversations and stuff. So it's great to be here with you. Thanks again. We've had some kind of wild ass conversations ourselves, and now we're going to go off into the sunset. (laughs)
0: ATL. ATL. we going in the mall yeah. for Revolt World. If you guys are in, if you guys are in ATL, you're going to Revolt World. Make sure you hit up me and Natalie. You guys wanna get a call for you, wanna you know, see how we can see if there's any synergies in our business, we're gonna be out there. First of all, you're gonna see us because we're gonna make sure we're gonna be known out there. So we're gonna we're gonna show our tails out there. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta go pack my, my cute
1: outfits. That's it. And shorts and shit.
0: Yeah, what's the temperature
1: in atlanta
0: right now i know i was just about to think the same thing i'm going hoodie i'm be ready for anything any <laughs> <and ever.
1: laughs> i got only a small amount of bags i hate checking luggage don't you hate checking luggage i
0: hate checking luggage I, I just hate the process of traveling i just want to get there just snap it give me there give me there man but it's going to be a dope event first of all, shout out to revolt shout out to the Tavi and the entire mm-hmm. team can't wait to see you guys thanks for the love and support but let's start from the top sis you know, um, you're from the Bronx, right? Big Bronx in the building, big BX. So if you want to t- tell us, just tell us about, about your upbringing and um, and then we could go with shift into how you got into the industry.
1: Gotcha. So Boogie um, Down Baby, Jamaican parent. So I really stick hard and fast to my Jamaican roots. Mm-hmm. used to go down all the time, go back and forth, the whole thing. Big Jamaican old family. So a lot of funny in there, as uh, many of you know. Uh, made my way through... Catholic school, ended up at Fordham University, came oh. out, was going to be a lawyer, ended up in in recruitment, then moved into working with creatives a lot, and next thing you know, I was doing my own thing. And a part of that, part of like going out, so you know, there's a point in your life where you're like, do I stay with this big corporate thing or do I go out on my own because I I know what I want to do and I got people that I love and people that support me. And sometimes you just take that daring step because you have to walk yeah. away from the corporation because it's it's killing your soul, you yeah, know? What,
0: what was that moment for you, though? Like, was there a specific yeah. moment where you knew? Because I feel yeah. like everybody knows that moment. It's like,
1: that, yeah. that moment came... <clears throat> so the company I worked for at the time, it was called Update Creative, and they're, they're pretty much non-existent right now because they've been bought and revised and water under the bridge with them. But what happened was... I'm sitting there and up until that point, many of the ideas, even the business model they used was kind of my creation invention out of pure innocence and stupidity, I was just rolling. Like I gather information, I think about it and I was like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this and I'm going.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I sat in a meeting that said, and said, this is where we need to go next. This is the next invention, let's go this way, let's move our business this way. And I was told, yeah, yeah, we wanna take risks, but nothing happened. And then I was like, well, we need a proof of concept. And I'm like, well, this whole business is the proof of the concept that it would work. So why wouldn't we move forward? Why wouldn't we try it? It's a low cost try. We can incubate it in my team. We can put in a strategic markers that makes it easy for us to minimize risk. Yeah, just things. That were so easy to do and they just were they were really really afraid they were really afraid so wow I learned a big lesson there with founders if you are if you can't see the company beyond the number that you think it can grow to, it won't go past there mm. so, For founders out there for people who are starting to find for people who have their own businesses, get out of your own way message <laughs> <laughs> Get out of your own way. They constantly do it every single time. And I worked with a lot of. I like the startup vibe, so I've worked with quite a few since then. But I'm like, get out of your own way. So what are some? Forward, we had this meeting, Mm -hmm. and they're like, you have to prove yourself. And I'm like, I've been proving myself for years, twenty years. Like, prove myself. What? And this was the key. I had a great team and I would watch, you know, people leave your team, they go on. And I watch a good chunk of my team go to our competition because my infrastructure wouldn't change. Yeah. That company sold itself for $450 million. (laughs) (laughs) And I was sitting in a seat begging for 10. It was time to go. Because mm-hmm. you know what, I could make as much money on my own by myself. I don't need to sit here and listen to somebody
0: else. Exactly, but, but you brought up a great point, right? Because sometimes founders get in their own way, right? So for any young professionals listening right now, how would you help them identify what a good leader looks like? Ah, so you,
1: if you're looking at yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're looking for partners that, you, that empower you and you empower. That's the first, mm. like that first group of people you surround yourself with. Yeah. It's like you're in grammar school. You got your tight little crew and everybody yeah. is good together and you work together. Then you get to middle school. Some of them are with you and some of them aren't. And that's okay because you're growing.
0: Yeah. You get
1: to high school, it's another group. Yeah. You get to college, whole different team it's much like that in business. And when you're starting out, you're going to have the people, there's going to be one or two people that travel the whole length with you. Like I have a friend that I've been friends with since I was five. So you have one, you can have one in there, but everyone is with you for a certain amount of time. Let them be there, do what you have to do and trust, trust them, understand who they are, you know, People get really funky about trust. I'm going to step back for a second. And they yes. go, I should just tr- trust them because they're my friend or I trust them. But you trust them because you know who they are and they know how you know how they'll come through for you. Exactly. Trust them for who they are. It's not a bad thing. And work with that. And be clear that like, hey, I know we can do this and we can do this together. Whatever that yeah. is in your business choice. And then move move on to the next thing or ask them can you make this journey absolutely communication uh you know trust transparency those are words that get knocked around a lot nowadays but they really do mean something when you apply them
0: absolutely i I, I would also add in my experience as far as identifying or you know like good leadership or good teams to be on like when you're in a town hall meeting with a ceo if you get some FaceTime, right Anything they say as far as like, hey, this is our goals, these are objectives, move forward for Q3, Q4, whatever the case may be, always ask the why. Always ask why we're doing that something. Why are they giving that strategy? Why are these people, why are we using, utilizing this hiring mm-hmm. strategy? Why are we scaling in this particular moment? Are we going to IPO? Are we doing this? So just mm-hmm. understand the why and what the objectives are of the leaders. And if you want to accelerate your career, try to solve problems. Always,
1: always. So any reason that you start a business, you're I I mean, people may think it's not what they're doing, but you're solving some kind of problem. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be an artist. Well, I want to put the problem you're solving is putting out more beautiful visuals or more poignant pieces of work. If, um, you know, I'm a lawyer, well, the problems I'm solving are other people's legal issues and helping them get through it. No matter what you're doing, you are solving some kind of problem. You just need to know what that is for yourself, and then who you're working for, and does it match up? Is that yep. a problem you want to solve or can solve?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's a
1: combination of the two that's most fulfilling.
0: You ain't I never lie.
1: I solve it. I think I can solve it. I want to solve it. You know, whichever one you want. Thing. So for me, like you know, if we go to Poc stock, even like I, I this is this is really a, a great moment in time. Because as much as we're feeling all attention, tension and I'm going to use that word, you know, as a euphemism because it's like anarchy in some instances, ah. but think about it. Most of these people, most, you know, law enforcement, there's statistics out there that say they get most of their impression of people outside of their communities mm. from media. So you keep floating stereotypes in media, left and right. This is what the bad guy looks like. This is what the good guy looks like. This is what the smart guy looks like. So all you're feeding all day long is stereotypes. Guess what happens? They go out, they have a stereotype moment. Flip side, and what people really need to stick to is I, the marginalized person, I'm also looking at the stereo of you, the law enforcement official, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. What I think
1: you are. I think you're crooked. I think you're biased. I can't, you, I'm not safe with you. With that message being perpetuated, why would I trust you? So yeah. now you think you're just doing one thing, but you're actually setting people at odds with each other.
0: Absolutely. So so you ripping it out. <laughs> Taking them to school. <laughs>
1: So when you come down to it, the only, like I have to look at a way to, I have children. I have two boys and a girl. Mm. I have a world that I, you know, I made that choice to have them and I'm sending them out into the world. So yeah, what am I going to do? Sit back and not do something about it? Cause they're going to come across somebody. One of them is going to get stopped for speeding or something. I'm sorry. They learned from their mother how to drive it. <laughs> um, yeah. So when they're interacting with them, It's got to be respect on respect, you know. You know how it rolls. You know how it rolls.
0: It's not always Um, that. Yeah, it's not always that.
1: That's how we met, because my heart, you know, I felt you on that one. But but, segue for a second. So coming back to the point, if I am going to do anything, I'm going to make sure that people of color are seen in a way that's positive, progressive, Yep. genuine to who we are and pox stock is my vehicle absolutely so it is my passion i'm at the point in my life where i can do the stuff that i really really want to do i still have a lot of le- lessons to learn and i'm excited about that i you know i'm on this journey of my life so yep. these are the things that matter are important to me and i'm going to push that That's- like we need to see ourselves as better and that's actually an important moment there, too. We need to see ourselves.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, I, I would even add to that, we have to show people who we are. And that's what the importance of Black content is. Yeah. Right? Because we don't control the media, like you mentioned earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're controlling the media of how we're represented, what our stories are, right? We need to be telling our stories so there can be mm-hmm. a change in it. I, I can't tell you how many times right now, like even right now doing a podcast, there's people who I'm not friends with. Like, we just don't like each other, right? Like, we just never liked each other. we know each other from the neighborhood. I can go to the neighborhood right now, he's going to stop me like, yo, what's up, Jay? I'm proud of you, bro. You know what I mean? And that's the content changing the perception of the person, right? So now you, you might not want to chill and hang out with me, but now because you see the content, you see what I'm trying to do, and you see that message that I'm putting out there, you're like, man, yo, he's not so bad. And yeah. that's kind of what we have to do for ourselves as black creators and black professionals or that stereotype is gonna live. Exactly.
1: I learned something from this wonderful woman. I went to Cannes this year for the first time, which was absolutely fabulous. And the amount of color represented, hands up. (laughs) Um, But she said something very poignant. She said, when I get to a table, I'll put my elbows out. Mm. And I was like, what? She says, yeah, because I gotta make room for other people like me at the table. So if my elbows hmm. are out, that's how I save the seat. That's like you in the movie theater in the Bronx, you put your stuff right next to you. That's where your girl is sitting, your guy is sitting, whatever it is. Your bud's sitting. Put your elbows out. Messed
0: it. Put them elbows out, child. But that's,
1: elbows that's out. A,
0: but and. that's a big problem, though. I, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, sis, right? It we, is. Uh, I forgot who um who said it. I forgot, but I remember I was watching something on, I think it was on Instagram or something like that. And and actually with Stephen A. Smith, he was on his, on the Joe Button podcast, <laughs> and they were talking about Pat McAfee. So if you're not familiar with Pat McAfee, he's the guy on ESPN right now got a $120 million deal yeah. And amidst of the layoffs that were happening at the Disney Corp, right? Mm-hmm. And so he was like, man, they were like, Why Stephen A., why weren't you mad? He was just basically explaining how they brought a media company, he bought him out, they brought up his services and stuff, and then he was saying, man, I could be doing that for myself, but the problem is even though I know all these black athletes, these black entertainers and all these, some of them don't look out. No, no, some of them don't look. I was like, yeah, I'm in a certain no. position. I'm in a certain space. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm seeing it now on from what we're doing with the podcast, right? Like imagine if a a, a CEO of a Fortune 500 brand as a black professional was to say, yo, 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 Jared, I, I love what you guys are doing on the show. I'm going to pull up on you guys. And mm-hmm. what that would do to help the next person mm-hmm. and to cost, cost you nothing. Cost you nothing. Cost you nothing. But, but what they do is they
1: believe it costs them something. Yes. They believe in the fear that they've been taught. They believe that how they got there, everybody else is supposed to get there because they don't understand when you look at the other, as the firm term we'll use, yeah. they actually did it slightly different. It looks the same, but it's slightly different because what they then did was talk to one and brought another one up. And then the other one brought one up and one up and one up. Because the ladder, for you to go up and down the ladder, you have to have you have you to own the rings and you have to own the side pieces because that's the only way you're going to get back up. Because yeah. they're, the, they're the ones that push you up and pull you down and push you up and pull you down. And what we don't realize is you need that ladder full of your own people. You need your trust circle, you whatever you want to call it, your trust circle, your, yep. your career circle, whatever you want to call it. You need that circle, and you need to make sure you litter them as much as you can in the in the in the numbers. Yeah. And you know what? I'm gonna step back because I, you know, haven't talked to enough people in the world. Some people <laughs> say they look at their friends, and and a little bit is like, well, they're not like me. I'm the only one who did this. Yeah, yeah. You need to expand cuz there's more trying to do it. They just are not taking the same path as you. But yeah. they're there. You have to look industry adjacent. If I did like, you know, terminology look yep. adjacent. Look in another spot, look in another city, look in another country, whatever it is you need to do. But they're there. They are there. And they are not gonna let you down if you give them a chance. Cause that's an old hood rat thing I always think and an old, yep. colonial, that, that's colonialism. Yeah, That is colonialism way back. Absolutely. You think about how the best way to conquer is to divide and separate. Yeah. And you have to realize that is still happening.
0: Absolutely. And
1: over and over and over. And if you think that it hasn't. It's just changed. It's got a new face. It's really subtle. Yeah, But it is divide and conquer. So, how do you work with that? You just kind of swing around to the left and push someone into a different spot because you don't just need vertical. You need horizontal. Is that the right direction?
0: Yeah, I, I think so, but it sounds wonderful. It sounds <laughs> message. Hey, message. Message. <laughs> <laughs> I love your little things. I got to get that on my phone so I can send those to people. (laughs) You got to. You got to have it on standby. But but like, you you made a great point though. But it's like, as a Black professional, if I I call up the corporate ladder, I've been in there 20, 25 years. It's not that, it's just you're so guarded because of the sacrifice it took to get there. And it's like, yeah, once I'm there, I'm still playing the game, especially if I'm in corporate, right? There's still eyes on me because I'm the one at the top of the ladder and they're watching how I move and they see me with the elbows out. And is that limiting opportunity for anything else for myself, any or my trajectory, right? And I think that's how people think. And then there's some like tavia who's the CEO of Revoke, who are just unapologetically black and it's like, I'm gonna help my people. So those yeah. people I love, right? So it just depends on where you are in, in, in the space, right? And I just see a lot of senior black leadership yeah. not really reaching down to help the next person. It's like, hey, I'm speaking over here, I got this accolade, you know, show me love, show me love, show me yeah, love, you know, what are you, you doing? Structure. The
1: ones that are really, build your power structure. Like when you put your elbows out, that's your power structure. But don't get, you know, don't get blindsided
0: by the lights. But do we really have the power? That's the million dollar question. We do. We do. -hmm. Do, But do we understand that power? You know what I
1: mean? That's the thing. Understanding is a different thing. Understanding is a thing. Do we have it? Are there, you know, am I naive? No. There is a mountain to climb yeah there is an infrastructure that is hundreds and hundreds of years old there is a way of thinking that is hundreds and you know the millennial old i'm yeah. not i'm not denying i'm not denying that the 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 mountain is you know what mount fuji mount, mount himalayas everest, everest, yeah, everest whatever it, it lies, is a lot of bodies on the side <laughs> <laughs> how do you get but you eventually get to the top and how yeah. do you get to the top a step at a time
0: mmm
1: you can't think that you're going to walk up to the mountain and take the holding down in one step. Yeah. Step at a time. And we are doing it step at a time. And there's a lot of media to the same point of Poc stock. There's a lot of media that says we're not. Mm. The media is filled with reasons that Black people are not succeeding.
0: Mm.
1: They do not perpetuate the stories of why we should, we are successes. Yeah. They do not perpetuate the stories that show that we had a place just like everyone else did that mm-hmm. was powerful and that was wealthy. And, you know, when we're just finding out en masse about Tulsa, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It was there. Just now becoming really mainstream, right? But like most people right. know it. Mm-hmm. Juneteenth, been there since 18, whatever it was, when they
1: finally figured out the war was over, right? Yeah. Celebrating since then. They're there, but remember again, separate, but separation. Yeah. They keep separating. And it's now this time where we're starting to bring that together and thank God, you know, podcasts like, like uh, this one and, and just internet and all of these tools we have to get information finally so that people who learn little things can start to circulate it. That's the foundation. That's the foundation that's starting to, to. To get us in it, if, you yeah. know, more than a title is bringing how many people to the forefront and generating yeah. how much attention and saying to people, come on, there's a, there's a, we're here. We're here.
0: We are absolutely here. We are absolutely here. And, and I'm going to say this on a side note I'm tired of the Juneteenth brand celebration. That shit is so performative. I hate it. I've seen, oh, I know you've seen some crazy ones. Remember the Walmart one with the, with the, with the, with the, uh, the. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what was that? The, oh, God bless um, them. It was Walmart. It was like, they they had like the Kenta cloth on the ice cream. Yeah. Like, come on. Somebody was
1: missing from the creative team on that one. Not sure where that happens. But you know what too, I'm going to say this also. That's also too, they're probably, because funny enough, Walmart is really quite diverse. In some areas of their their or of their corporation, yeah. but we go back to that that thing about not having enough people in the room, not yeah. be, the fear of like, but this is my job. Let me keep safe. Let me just agree. I've seen too many. Ooh, it gets me pissed off. <sighs> pissed off to the when you sit in a room with people and they all don't say anything. I'm going to say this: mm. one, open your mouth. Two. All of you who saw the same thing, get behind them. Don't let them, don't let them go b- battle alone. I cannot stand that. I cannot stand that. And that's what defeats, um, that's, what, that's what becomes the, the defeating thing. Absolutely. All, people who want to be allies, don't stand up and say something. Nobody, um, you know, on the, oh God, we saw that, but glad you said it. That's yeah. what, I said it, stand by. Stand ten toes on stand, it, but the problem—stand right there with me. You let me say it, and then I take the fall, and then you will run away and hide in the corner. Fuck that! Oh, was supposed to say
0: that? No, no you are keeping it real, and I love that. But, <laughs> yeah. <and that's> it.
1: <laughs> Keep it real. I, Keep it real. I said I was doing. I did a training a while back, and I'm like, do not let people stand up there and take the fall. Step up with them, because the person who had the the balls to say it first just just get there and stand behind them. like yeah i saw that too oh well, well, yeah that's not of idea like pile in that's how change occurs so when you ask do we have the power yeah what happens don't leave the person out there alone
0: that's it but but once again it's like it depends on how invested you are in that specific idea or whatever it is because somebody somebody will say something and there's like you know us as black creators right if we straddle the fence or we we rock the boat slightly or we say something that's kind of off norm, that goes on your file. on your file. <laughs> that on that mental file. It goes on your mental file. You yeah. know, that's like, oh, damn, he's being disruptive or yeah. he's doing that or whatever the case may be. Or now you're not on track for that promotion you was looking for, right? But now mm-hmm. you're about to have a kid come in the world. And now you're like, damn, I got to do I shut up and do I get my promotion because I have a kid coming or do I do what's right? And that's what Black professionals struggle with a lot in corporate. yeah. shout to the ones that are real that is like man like shout to like walt gear andre gray a lot of the ones that are really like Mm -hmm. strong on their stance but not everybody can do that and it takes time to even get to that point and knowing your value to even feel like you're comfortable to say that stance
1: Mm -hmm. that does and i i this is what i'm gonna say Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because i get that that's a hard decision and for all of those people who can't make it or, or feel that they need to sit there, I get it. I understand. I'm not mad at you. I, I'm not. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I think you're going to have to choose. You're going to have to make a choice at some point in your life on what your values are mm. and what you can stick to and what you can't. We're yeah. human beings. We're all humans. We've got our flaws. We've got our fatal flaws, too. we You know, we always we we want to be the heroes and special and all of those things, but we have to deal with who we are. So so I get it. What I ask is try it once in a small place that Mm. won't be a big risk to you to get what it feels like to do that,
0: because that's how
1: you own your power. Absolutely. Then you realize how your power can be used. I'm not asking you to break the bank. I'm not asking you to put your family at risk, but I'm asking you to take tiny steps, a tiny step that will empower you. Because much like when we were at the beginning and you said all those things and I'm like, oh, I got to go look at my resume again. And, (laughs) you know, I tell people to go look at their resume because it gives them a check-in. Remember your value. Remember your value. Just take one step in some direction because you do not want to come to the end of the, the road, you know, that five years and be the guy that got laid off but never did anything. And yeah. then you're like looking for the next gig. Yeah.
0: yeah you know, because it.
1: you weren't nice enough or you didn't make enough decisions and choices. So somewhere along the line, you got to look at your take stock in yourself. And Absolutely. if you just take one step that's for you, that's what's important. That's your mental health. That's your growth. I mean, yeah. you got to do it for yourself. That's for your family.
0: That's it. No risk, no some, reward.
1: You know, once you stop, once you don't do that one thing for you, where does the rest of it go?
0: That's, oh, uh, man. I was like, it quick enough. Hey. <laughs> But like, but that's that's a, such a real point because I know for me, sis. Like, I, I think I might I may have told you this. Like, when early in my career, right when I first got in the door and I first got my first salary, sales position, I'm I'm killing it. We're creating sales. I don't know how to dress. I don't know how to talk to people. Like, but I'm doing a great job, right? Yeah, We're yeah. number one in sales. And I had to cut my hair, right? They brought me upstairs, and I'm like, they literally is like, man, like you know, you're doing great. We love you, da da da. But like, it's your appearance, you you know, and basically telling me like to cut my mm-hmm. hair if I wanted to move up the ladder, right? So I had a choice whether either to say F off or I can go get a tape up and come back and get my raise. And that particular moment, it was either that, go to the streets or go back to Dallas barbecue smelling like ribs. And I wasn't doing any of those two. So I had to go back, cut my hair, even though it was BS. But once I actually, you know, once I started knowing, you know, getting my expertise up, actually provided more value. And when I started being myself, when I just said F that, like, why am I trying to be any, why do I have a phone voice? Why do I have a hey, how are you? I'm generating why am I doing that? You know what I mean? why am I doing that to appease somebody who probably don't give a shit about me anyway? So, what I started doing is just started being myself. I started showing them with the hat, the hoodie, started going online, telling my story, giving my expertise out. And that's when the doors opened up for me in the corporate world. But what happened was when I actually opened those doors, it still I still started to see discrepancies in how we we're being treated versus you know other counterparts, right? So mm-hmm. if I'm generating X amount of impressions. You're putting me on your social media channel. You're like, Jared is so great. He's cool. I'm helping you with recruiting, brand awareness, all that other stuff. But when it comes to, you know, hard decisions, who's going to be the first one to go, right? But you'll be happy to parade me around. And I'm like, why would I I sit there and do that with any company if I'm generating X amount when I could do it for myself? Yeah. And that's the bet on yourself model. So, like, for any young professional, just understand where you are in your career. Because there are going to be a point where you're going to have to make a decision. It's going to be a moral decision. It's going to be like, do I go back tomorrow? Do I say something that's going to bother the hell out you? Well, you frozen, sis. And and that's and that's real talk. So that's that's something that I experienced personally. You know, I, th- I think we're frozen a little bit, sis. You still there?
1: I'm still here. I'm right, still here. cool. Can
0: you see cool. it? A little light light into My Head is moving. Is my head moving now? I'm going. <laughs> Also, this too, you brought up something early too i wanted to do but we got to a, a good conversation what was the transition you went from school to being a lawyer you no went- no no.
1: i didn't go to lawyer i didn't become a lawyer i wanted, wanted. To meet someone and i got close i did the test i was at the door and um what happened was i was supposed to go to the interviews and stuff like that and uh-huh. i was just like you know I don't want to go back to school. I kind Mm -hmm. kind of finally clicked in because I had started working a little bit because I took a bit of a break and I realized that I didn't want to sit in the classroom. And then for a brief period of time, I was working with um, Queens Family Court
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, doing uh, child, it was was this program that they had between child services and the court system. It was uh, parents who were looking for custody they were they would have supervised visitation so i would yeah. be supervising the visitation it was like a little part timey kind of a thing but it just it it made me aware that by time people get there all the intervention that should have been done was missed mm. so if i'm going to come along on the court system side there wasn't really anything i could do as a lawyer
0: got it My
1: opinion not that there are let me get this get this straight. There's a lot of great attorneys out there doing amazing, amazing work. Yeah. But for the person that I am, I wanted to get ahead of it. So fast forward, I end up, um, I end up working actually for a staffing company, a staffing agency, and I just started getting people gigs and I ended up starting my own division. Um, And it was, I, this is what I tell people. This is one of my lines. So anyone who knows me has heard this before. Mm. My room, my room, and I remember telling this to the v, one of the VPs at MTV, it covers every single continent on this planet when I look out on the vast number of people that work for me. And the only pe- one that's not here is Antarctica because the penguins don't like to work in New York City. Yep. And that was it. So. That's it. You not being able to diversify behind the camera is not because they're not there. It's
0: because, it's because you don't want because to.
1: you've created a format that says, let me just hire who I know. Let me get my buddy in. Yeah. Let me teach my buddy. I watch out for my buddy until my buddy gets his, his groove on. And then he goes and invites the next buddy in. And that's that point about the arms out. Yep. Yeah. We go like, let the buddy in and then drop him. Like he's, no, you stay, you stay tagged because yeah. that's the, that's, you know, that's how you create the chain link. You keep holding hands and that's create the strength. So, yeah. and she, and, and it was interesting because at the time, DEI was mm. in a thing when we had that conversation, she said, yeah. but it's going to be the big one in corporate America. Mm. Like I got it. You know, we had our, our the, everyone we were getting roles for was so just organically diverse. Well, yeah. Shout out to all the people who worked with me. Uh, so many of them I, I think of now, I see now, we're still in touch. There are just uh, women, men. I, you know, for a staffing agency, I had like a 50 50 split male, female
0: crazy.
1: Very unusual cuz it's usually like an all female team with one yeah. or two guys in it or you know on the on the the executive search time a lot of times executive search side a lot of times it's all male or something like Yeah, that, exactly. Yep. Kind of a thing, but shout out to all of my I mean there's so many names, but
0: you I guys know
1: that I love you and we did great work together.
0: Yeah, so I, I want to get into the DEI because we actually had Dr. Janice Gossam on on, on, on yeah, last week, right? And she's a, a, a DEI professional. She's actually a top LinkedIn voice on DEI, that subject, right? And we talked about how it's died down a bit. It's not dead, but it's certainly died down. We went from this hockey stick graph where it was, hey, when George Floyd passed away, it was no cooler time to be black. Was opportunities, there were sponsorships, there was money being tossed around, there was ad campaigns, the whole nine, right? Then the economy kind of turned and shifted, right? And then once the dollars started to get tight, those initiatives I feel like kind of got swept under the rug for other priorities. So what what are you what are you seeing in, from your lens right now in terms of where we are with DEI? So I
1: do see I do see some I do see a bit of that. Okay. I also see that. So. Money runs a lot of things. Where the dollars are going to go is going to be different. Yeah. Because they still want to tap into those markets that are BIPOC markets because they make money and they've always made money. So, what you're going to see is people have to stop being lazy a little bit. And this is like a broad stroke thing, but. You need to, and, and people who are, who are really pushing DEI initiatives and inclusion initiatives need to really still, you know, hold the, the, the fire, hold the flame. Yeah. yeah. But the scale back, the, the thing that we see most is not hiring people.
0: Okay, and that's usually- the, that's the biggest issue from DI yeah. is just the hiring and the hiring. That's like where
1: everybody focused and stuff. So now they have to figure out how to do it. Mm, I mean, uh, let me let me think of how to properly say this. And I don't. It's not. Mm-hmm. I don't mean not to be a. It's not an offensive thing about that. I just want to be clear that. Mm-hmm. Where the there, it's still there. The fire is still there. It damped down a little bit to, to what um she said. Absolutely, yeah. I think though, we need to push even harder because DEI is just not that I hired the black guy, the black woman, and because that's all anybody took it as and all anybody focused on, they missed all this other opportunity, yeah and yeah. what they it was moving so fast they didn't kind of match up that dollar to market things so that they know what they they need to do yeah now what that means is even when you walk through the office like what kind of representation are you seeing in how uh you know your marketing materials are putting out yes who's yeah. on the team who's who's um writing the messaging what are the targets like you know it's always the demographics is like 18 to 25 year olds
0: yeah
1: like expand expanding out it's 18 to 25 year olds in urban markets with this kind of level of education like how far do those demographics go out so that they can include the most amount of people how That's how right. targeted do you get your marketing with so many avenues we can really target now target now target now So going back to that, it tapered off because it was really focused on hiring. And it tapered off because people wanted to throw dollars at other organizations to do it. They didn't really want to incorporate it and make it part of their DNA. So they wanted to throw money at this organization because they're taking care of kids and training them or this organization because they're Helping you know people get food or something like that, it's this picture that we're we need to be saved that really got perpetuated, yeah. Versus, no, we don't need to be saved, we need to be acknowledged for the abilities that we have, given not even given, are because we'll, we'll earn our opportunities we'll absolutely. Our work you have to stop seeing us as less than
0: that's the problem.
1: But you but you keep doing that. So why does a DEI get hit? DEI initiative get hit because you keep seeing us as less than.
0: It's not a priority, not a priority. Revenue will always be the priority, but when it comes to other groups, right? There are other resources and other things that they have, right? Like and most chances, like when I was when I first came into the corporate, uh, my first sales job, i would say I was probably maybe like ten black people. Mm-hmm. 10 black people at most in the, in the company as a whole, the second job after that, I was one of the first black employees at con lion. Then mm-hmm. afterwards I was the only black employee at an agency. Then afterwards I'm the only black employee here. And then you just get used to it. Yeah. And you get just used to it. And that, and that's a big problem for me. And I, I would love to, you know, cause I definitely w- would love to hear your take on this. There's a lot of people that are, that were impacted by the DEI layoffs and, and things like that in the industry. What advice would you give to a black professional right now that's looking for opportunity?
1: I would say, look for the tribes, look for the tribes. Mm. And, and what I mean by that is, so like, if you're in sales, there's a national black sales uh, network that you could be a part of, like look for the first place you go is look for where your particular specialty sits. So if I am a sales professional, like you were saying, where are the sales jobs, who is, who is, who is in that circle? How do I create a circle? Who is in my network that I should talk to and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Do you know what's going on? Be loud and proud about the fact that you're searching. Like, don't be afraid to let people know that you're looking. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and, and it's, it's not, it's not a, that tactic is not a black or white thing. It's just a tactic that works. Yeah. You know, look at your network, look at your friends, look at what you're doing. Look at the job descriptions, read them, see what they're looking for. Where's your skill set match up? Do you need to rewrite your resume? Does it need some keywords so it's searched better? All of those things. Yeah. Look at the companies who are hiring. Those are just tactics that across the board no matter what they work. Absolutely. And I would tell them, like, don't be disheartened. I mean, don't be disheartened. It's it's easier said than done, but when you apply yourself. On a regular basis, it comes through. And there's a lot of people out there saying I'm looking for a job like three months, six months. It's happening across the board yeah. because it's taking longer to find one right now.
0: Yeah. Um it's hard. It's you hard. can do it,
1: it's hard. It's hard. Cause you even if even even for us looking for new business, it's you know, Stop. on a B2B B scale, it's it's tough. You're looking for new business. You're trying to get new clients. By the way, anybody needing stock photography, feel free. Anybody needing digital and social media help, OTB is here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Got to get my hand on. Thank you, sis. But, you know, j- just keep pounding because the it's the law of averages. As much as you do it is how it comes through. You know, yeah. you keep doing it. It will come. And. Yeah. You know, don't talk to everybody that's negative. I'm sorry. Don't talk to everybody that's negative. Talk that's to it. people.
0: Now I don't talk to anybody that's negative. Yeah. No, we will not do it. First, I'm very protective of my energy. First of all, mm-hmm. I, I start to realize the value of that energy. Because mm-hmm. that energy is what attracts the opportunities, right? And I'm not going to allow you to down talk or downplay what I'm doing or, hey, Jerry, you shouldn't do that. Like if I had to listen to my friends three years ago, I went down, I first went to this company. Um, I was like, man, I'm just not going to, I don't want to send a thousand emails out. I went to my bosses. I'm like, how are we generating net new revenue? Oh, it's through uh, content on Twitter. It's through thought leadership stuff. So it's not from these whack-ass emails you want me to send, right? So what I'm going to do is, because I think I have just as much personality as you, I'm going to go downstairs, pull out my phone, and I'm just going to bet on myself. And hopefully that my ICP sees my content and then want to interact. And then that relationship forms. And then we end up doing business. And that worked. So for anybody yeah. listening, like, there's an opportunity for you right now, if it's hard, um, to get an opportunity, to get on LinkedIn. Get on LinkedIn. And like, first of all, I take those banners off. I'm tired of the open work for work banners. Take them shits off. <laughs> take them shits off. I hate it. It doesn't gonna, differentiate yourself. It looks desperate.
1: Yeah. yeah. I hate it. Put your contact information in the contact section. You know, contact info. Yeah. There are so many people who don't put their email in there. If you want people to find you, if you want recruiters to find you, Put your information in there.
0: That too. That that, how I, I, would, I would say I, I, I did that. I got the spam. I got like, I got 40 <laughs> sellers from India trying to get me on project management, right? Now. <laughs> so, so there's a downside. <laughs> too. Shout out to y'all too, because I know y'all trying to sell me, but what the fuck? Please <laughs> look at what I'm doing. But I mean, just the
1: email. Don't put your phone number then. Just yeah. put the email <laughs> so people can find you. That's, that's the other thing that's important. They can't find, like, you know, from the recruiter standpoint... Like if you go in and LinkedIn and you are in LinkedIn recruiter and no mu- information is flooding up for you to contact the person. Well, guess what? You keep going and maybe you send them a LinkedIn message, but a lot of times their LinkedIn message goes into spam. You got to know systems work too,
0: yeah, yeah, you know,
1: and, and keep track, keep an eye on it. Like yeah, I, I've had people reach out to me like months later and say, Oh, I'm sorry. I missed this. And so uh, you think that job is still open six months later?
0: nope, it's nope. Not- but, but what, what you can do also right and, and this is for myself this isn't just from a recruiting perspective right so if i'm looking at somebody that i want to target to do a meeting with i'm going to connect with that person but instead of me sending a, a blanket elevator pitch in your dm soon as i connect with you i'm going to look at your content and i'm going to engage with it right yeah, i'm absolutely. going to send a comment i'll be like yo this is fire thank you for sharing this one Oh, what do you think about this right because alleviate the the stranger danger stuff right be somebody that they know right because now it's easier to make the ask or if they come to you like my whole goal was to not make the ask i wanted you to come to me because i felt like as a seller my leverage goes up it's like hey man you want to call with me you you asked me for time what you want to (laughs) do you know what i mean versus me trying to convince you that it's good business to work with me or whatever that you know Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be so just think about it guys like content is a Mm -hmm. driver and we need to tell our stories you need to show your superpowers Yeah. And that's how you end up getting, creating um, opportunities quicker. Right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. People are interested in people who
1: are, you know, think about who you are interested in. Like you're interested in people who are talking to you in your way or yeah. something unique about the story. Um, you know, one of the beautiful things is like imagery, like put up the photograph, put up like a visual so people can can capture like a sense of your story, even if they only have a second to breeze through it. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm in the image business right now. So it's like, even though my hair is a little wacky, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you know, okay. So <laughs> put, pay attention to the visuals. Pay
0: attention to it. Let me get your air horses. Come on.
1: Because look at me, you know what? It's like this, this, this whole post-COVID. Like I like work from home and stuff like that, but having to stare at myself in a in a camera sometimes is just a little bit
0: much. I know it's a lot. You you, you get used I'm to. Always it.
1: looking at my like, what's the new freckle? What's the new wrinkle? Oh, look this.
0: <laughs> so I got the whole. I'm trying to be like this on you. So I got the crazy. Company. I try to just keep the chin. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, sis. But I, I'm not going to, I embrace it. One thing I don't do, and I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I, I, it's hard for me to listen back to podcasts. I can't watch myself back. I,
1: yeah, I, okay, okay, okay. And this is so funny you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, so, you know, like, as I said, I've been lucky in my life to live based on my passions. I have, mm-hmm. and it's it's not frivolous. It's not like just, it's not not without purpose and, and stuff, but I've been able to like meet interesting people, find interesting work, do an interesting a, at each point along the journey. So the funny part about it is um, the uh, oh shit, I just forgot what I was going to say. Wait, hold it. See, this is bad. No, it, <laughs> it, it happened. Oh, it- no. Wait, what did you say first? Oh, I know what it is. We saw that. to salespeople, salespeople in training, and looking at yourself again. It's like I am yeah. never going to look at this podcast. I, 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 I know can't. I'm not. I can't. But one of the things they they were trying to tell us to do was to, when you do your pitch, to look in a mirror and mm-hmm. say it to yourself. Oh my God! Talk about true fright, through really? true fear. Like I can't. Look in the mirror and pitch myself. I can do it all in my head. I can think about yeah. it. I can go like through the things, but don't ask me to look at a mirror.
0: I can't do it. And do
1: it, and so I'm the same
0: place with you on that. And like, I, I, I gotta visualize to it. Like, I'll have a whole damn dream about the meeting. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I, I'll visual. I've yeah. literally, literally had to, like, that. Like, same it's a big deal, no, I've, I've had like, oh, like I literally see the whole thing play out. Me asking a question, I've seen that happen. I've had it happen a lot of times. I cannot look at myself in the mirror. I don't want to look at the podcast. People be like, "Yo, this is the best episode ever." I'm, I'm taking your word for it. <laughs> it's so accolades!
1: I don't know what I did. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much. That's it. That's,
0: that's it. And I and that's I've had some it. crazy shit. This is, this
1: is enough camera time for me. <laughs> I, I can see this part of it. It's because you know what? It goes away. <laughs> like when you yep. look at yourself, it goes away. So yep. yeah, no, I'm never, I'm never going to look at this.
0: You know what you <laughs> do too? Since if you don't like looking at this, I've got like 30,000 browsers open. Sometimes I won't even be looking. Like I'll just go over here and just be like, I can't see myself right now. I got to just come back and forth. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I've learned, I like, so here's my tip. I learned to line up the screen right underneath the camera. So whatever, I'm always looking this way. Mm-hmm. So it looks like I'm always looking at the camera.
0: That, that makes sense, too. See, that's
1: you know what I mean? I've, I've actually mastered, especially for meetings, because otherwise, like, I'm just roving around. But if I leave the thing there and then whatever screens I p- switch to, like, while I'm talking to people, I know that they'll think I'm looking
0: at them. Yeah, same, and same. Yeah. I like have to do a dual screen.
1: Yeah, because the other thing is that I like to be on camera for meetings. I don't, that's how I get, like, human yeah. contact.
0: Yeah, I think it's rude to be off camera. In a I meeting. don't. I
1: don't. I mean, we do them sometimes, and but.
0: Yeah, I got. I got to get your energy, awesome. your body language. I got. I got to see all of that, especially if I'm pitching you. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know I what I mean? You. I got to see how certain hit, How certain things hit you, if you. oh, ooh, that yeah. was. A, ooh, I the see. The only that. time
1: I'm off camera is if I know everybody. Like you know exactly. everybody, then it's like a phone call. It's like, all right, this is a phone call versus a meeting. That's yeah, how I create in my head.
0: Internal meetings, right? But like, all right, yeah, I'm off camera. I don't want to look at your job and all that. <laughs> like, it's cool. But but speaking of like, and um, God, no, damn, is flying too, sis. So, yeah. I would love to know about your experience with Popstock. Like, how did you how did you get involved with Popstock? I know you're very passionate about. it. So, like, did you meet Steve personally? Did you guys have? A yes, race? yes. Steve a shout out to Steve. St- shout
1: out to Steve Jones, to Sean Brown. Uh, yeah. They're my like my anchors. Um, so Steve and I met actually at add color and shout out to add color and all the good work they do in advertising, yeah. uh, back in, um, I want to say it's like 2017 or something like that 16 yeah. and we hit it off and, and Steve had his own agency at that point. Um, web Signia. Mm-hmm. uh, somewhere along the line, especially, I think as we moved towards, uh, we always stayed in touch, but then around, I guess, 2018 he decided I'm tired let me close it up and I'm gonna rest for a little while and figure out what I want to do next so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: pushed it off he's back up he takes his break and then he's like I've always had this dear idea and he starts pop stock Mm. Um, and next thing you know I get a call he's like about a year or two into it and he's like hey I think I have a way for us to work together finally and I was like I'm all ears. What are we going to do? And he shows me, I'm like, I have to tell you from day one talking to him, Mm -hmm. I lit up. So a stock photography platform, it speaks to all different types of people in all different types of lifestyles, all different um, POVs. And then... (laughs) you we've we've been slowly getting more projects people on the platform work with that we've done partners we've we've um just started really doing some great work with fcb and i got a shout out to brandon cook one of my favorite people in the world he, yeah amazing when you talk about allyship him his team uh there's Vita Harris. There's there's Ayana. There's so many people,
0: yeah, yeah. Um,
1: good people doing really good work behind the scenes, um, and many others. Uh, you know, we're in the midst of some some negotiations from other stuff, so I can't wait till those things get announced. But. You know, they recognize the call to action. So when we go back to that question about DEI, there's still people highly, 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 they get it, they get it, and they want to do it. And it's just going to be manifested differently. It's not going to be the same way. And yes, everyone is going to get work out of it. Everybody's going to be, you know, finding that there are, are different opportunities to make connections and community and figure out who your your, your tribe is. Um and it's the the point of Potstock is really to change the way people are seen in media. It is yeah. to reinvent that narrative. It is to give the opportunities equally and equalize them across the board. So all of us feel seen and heard and appreciated for what we are.
0: Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely.
1: and and from there, that's progress, because as you move forward, you you need to to widen you need to widen the view the the, the lens. You need to yes. widen the lens in order for things to grow. It you has to look
0: like what we, we see. Things, yeah.
1: And I and that's why even though we're having this pushback, I think for businesses businesses move slow. Just. As a, yeah. But I think for businesses, they've retrenched, yes, but they haven't forgotten. They just haven't figured out what they're going to do next. It has to widen. It's their ROI. It's their their new markets to bridge.
0: See, but that's that's a great this
1: world.
0: Great point. Tell
1: you point. something really cool. Uh huh. The growth in this world, when you talk about individuals and markets. Africa's going uh, uh, the continent of Africa is going to outdo the rest oh,
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Of you
1: they'd be damn straight they're looking at those dollars and thinking long game and trying to figure that out. And it's no, not sure. going to be a white face on it because the thing that does happen on that continent despite all the shit that has happened, they want to see themselves on the screen.
0: Oh, and absolutely. Very
1: passionate about that. There's still a lot of other stuff going on, but it
0: is not a
1: white continent.
0: Mm. See, but but with me, I'm thinking about, and I can imagine, like, because I'm am going to my marketing hat, right? Because yeah, when, yeah. when I when I obviously I would want to see on any type of media somebody that represents myself, my kids, somebody that my kids mm-hmm. can look at and say I could do it, whether in a Gap commercial, Target, whatever the case may be. But I also think about what is the what is the ROI of that, right? Because there's an ROI for us, but for a business. Is there a difference or is there more money when you put a white actor versus a black actor? Like, are they tracking those metrics? So- that, Like, I'm not sure how that works. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there is there something, like, is there a mechanism for that? Like, what's up?
1: Well, you know, you go back to the wealth gap too, though. So uh-huh. why would the, the white actor be more money? Is because you have a, a, a wealth gap. So if I have to spend my dollars, where am I going to spend them? I'm not really going to spend them- on the uh, I will spend them more on the 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 people that look like me than I will on the not
0: I still do it because that's
1: that's when I've been brought up to think and that's how I always look at stuff like I have a weird thing like I can't I don't want to see war movies that include people of color like I don't I don't I
0: don't I don't watch war movies I don't watch state movies no no mm -mm, no. shout out to dead presidents that's my favorite movie I love dead presidents (laughs) But it's not a war movie, it's got like 15 but, minutes,
1: it's got a little bit of war to it, and I, but but like, I, I don't, I, I just feel like it's why do I want to? I, I like Cinderella stories, so I'm always looking for the black Cinderella <laughs> story. I'm sorry, that's what I'm doing. I'm thinking about movies in
0: particular, all, but all you know, I'm
1: always looking for the Cinderella story, so that's what I go looking for,
0: I feel you, you know,
1: because it brings me joy. I don't want to see things that don't bring me joy, so. I know. I just went off on a tangent again. I'm sorry. So back no, you're good. to go <laughs> <Your business. laughs> so back to um, how we how we look at people and see people mm-hmm. is how we're going to change the world. We have to learn who each other are, yeah. and if media is the number one way where it's done, then media is the number one thing we need to attack. You gotcha, cannot gotcha. continue to let the stories perpetuate and the stereotypes perpetuate. Absolutely. You know, we can't, you know, always like use the stereotype and stamp it down because the stereotype limits you and me. Absolutely. And that's not That's not where we're going. And
0: we're more than a title. That's it. We're more than what you think of us. So stop it.
1: <laughs> there you, you know
0: go. Know what I'm saying? Hold <laughs> on. Wait, my damn? Oh, there you go. I would assume, though, even though you guys came to the market relatively, you know, uh, not too long ago, right, like a couple of years ago, there's <laughs> consumer education onto the need of why these brands would need this, right? Whether it be their their presentations, mm-hmm. sales perspective, whether it's their outgoing mm-hmm. communication, whether it's things for the website and stuff like that. So, how do you educate them on that? Because I would assume they're like, man, everything's been going good. How we have been using it, right? How we have been utilizing. Why should we spend an additional cost for something like Pockstock?
1: Okay. So, you know, it's not an additional cost, actually.
0: It's not. Okay, cool.
1: It's a part of the same budget. Gotcha. It's really part of the same budget. So, and and maybe that's some of the misinformation that goes out, that you have to spend all of this other money to be this, that, or this, or that. You do have to, there are certain things you do have to assign a budget to. The diversity, the DEI team needs a budget. They need a budget to push initiatives. Because you're not, you're not in yet infusing them into the DNA of the company. And in order for that to happen, they need a budget to work with, to create programming, to Mm. create initiatives, to create infrastructure so that the people that are there already who are doing a great job, like they're doing great. Just, just give them the tools they need to do better, wider Mm. and bigger. Right. So, you know, for something like pot stock, it's dollars you're going to spend anyway. You're just going to spend them with a different vendor. The dollars you're going to spend anyway, but you're going to spend them with more intention. Makes the dollars you're spending anyway, but with purpose intention and this, this lens of being Wider and broader, and thinking about the possibilities that you can do, and the creativity that comes from that. There is no, there are so many numbers out there that says the more diversity, the, the more creative output, the more prosperous the entity.
0: But they don't hear it though. <laughs> but they don't hear it though. You,
1: you ignore what's obvious. So. In those conversations when we're having them, it's the reminder of that. It's like a reminder of like, what's your initiative? Because if you're talking to a procurement team that's not vested in anything other than like, what's the dollars, that's like, well, you have an initiative. What's your initiative? You're going to spend those dollars anyway. What's the problem with spending them with Popstock?" Makes sense. You know, That's why they have supplier diversity teams now. Because those teams are trying to move the dollars around. It prevents monopolies it prevents companies from getting locked in it prevents companies from going belly up because they're only in one place it's there are so many there's so you reap so much reward as a business mm-hmm. and you get quality work there's no there's no lapse in the quality now one of the things you do i had to had to educate i remember this because this was very early mm-hmm. on we were going over this thing and they were like, well, you we need these insurances and this, this, and this. So I was like, first of all, the insurance you need is no way necessary for the size of project we're doing the max that's needed on this project. Cause this is what happens when you're with small businesses and minority businesses and why it's kind of hard to get into, um, large entities is they have a structure of what they say the dollars are supposed to be like, this is the insurance, this is the legal ramifications, this is how we write the indemnification, what all those things are. On the flip side, you're a small business. You don't have all of those things necessarily, but you actually don't need them most of the time. So now how do you talk to a legal team when you're a small business so they know how to match it up and make the dollar to dollar. Did, did that
0: make sense? Absolutely. You know, makes
1: sense. Yep. So, because I realize I'm saying it very broadly, but you know, the point of it is large corporations also need to adapt to bringing in smaller entities because they're not, I'm not IBM buying from Oracle.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's what you said the suppliers and the NWB NWMB companies, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I'm a smaller entity, you know, buying here to sell and can do that job for you. I'm probably because my overhead in general is lower, I'm probably a less expensive option for you. Yeah. You know, I'll play in this. And yes, there are jobs that I can't take on as a smaller entity, whatever that, you know, like, you know. Yeah. But. You know, you leave it to like the big, the big Hawkins. The big yeah.
0: Yeah. It's great. A
1: place for, for things.
0: You, you know, I'm curious. because I'm, I'm on the site right now and I'm looking at a bunch of the, the, the photos, right? Yeah. How does the business of this work? Cause I'm looking at a brother drink a, a green drink right now. I see a sister working out. Do these people in the images get paid at all? How does the business of so, that work? Okay.
1: So the, on that end, what happens is we have, uh, they're called contributors, they're photographers and videographers and illustrators who send us their work. And okay. they, when those shoots were done, they they navigated a contract and a model release and all of that Got it. before the images get to us. So once what happens is once we're, once images are bought off of this site, there's a percentage that goes back to the contributor. Oh no. So it works like a
0: regular stock platform. Oh, beautiful. Because I was always curious. I'm like, uh oh, shit. I'm about to send you yeah. some pictures, sis. Put me up on. I want to get my left phone. I'm trying to get my royalty on. <laughs> <laughs> we to, exactly. You will, you know, so and and to
1: that point, it is it is a much like anything. When you did a, a shoot, if there's a mod the model that's in it, you need a model release. Mm. So remember that then you need per- permission from the person that's in the photograph to put it up on the site. Those are the things that are important. So when you do this professionally, there are model releases, location releases that you would have gotten when you did the shoot mm. initially. So, and it, you can go back and get those things if you know who you worked with and you didn't get it the first time. It's not like, I don't know if you've ever been on the street and somebody comes up to you and says, can I take a picture of you? And then they they have you sign something and you get they give you a dollar. No, I've never had to, uh, shit. Oh, I'm okay. also, I'm,
0: out, I'm outside. <laughs> Come on. Somebody give me a dollar. Take a picture, Do something. Shit. I'm outside.
1: <laughs> I've had that. Okay. So never mind. I've had that, but uh
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I'm outside. Nobody can be shamed. Yeah. It's like <laughs> do.
1: Or when you go someplace, like you go to a, an event and you say you're gonna be they give you that release that says you're gonna be photographed and it might be used. Yeah, yeah. It's stuff like that that you that are are used for those releases. So, so but, but, so
0: but is it there, but is the royalty based if it's it like a one time fee royalty or let's say for instance, right? Like I, I I'm a part of Podstock, right? Let's say McDonald's a client. McDonald puts me on this digital campaign that goes viral. Do so, I is it like music royalties where I get it based off the performance? Yeah. Then
1: yes. So what okay. happens is when they're they're um the way things are purchased determines how you're going to get your your percentage so if they're Ah. doing it like a one-shot deal then it's a one-shot deal if it's going up on a large ad it's a different thing if it's a just an internal presentation it's a different thing so there are different there are different models in there
0: gotcha i'm trying to get paid in perpetuity i'm just i'm trying to to get paid we all are we all are that's it so but anybody listen if you guys that's another stream of revenue that you guys will be looking at. Your models, things like that. You contact somebody like Pox, or a company like Pox, have your images be used, your likeness used, and get paid for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then and, and we've been we've been growing, we've been growing, we've been growing. So you know, when we started at when I started um, working with them, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, we probably had like forty thousand assets, and we're up to over one hundred and eighty, I think, right now wow so it's been it's been a good growth the real the real deal is you want to get up to that million dollar million dollar excuse me yes millions of dollars but um million assets so we are always looking for you know people who because there's an underlying thing of like if we're able to uh give them a revenue stream that photographer a revenue stream then there's also the opportunity for that person to continue in the industry. Because yeah. now we get to that thing about there's no there's no black talent, there's no Latin talent, there's no Asian, no. you know, whatever you want to say, but they're there. They just can't get money. So they go do something else. But if we can create a way for people to make revenue, then they stay.
0: Absolutely. And then, and then your portfolio gets visible.
1: The portfolio gets visible. We grow. It changes, it changes so many things. There's such an amazing ripple effect.
0: I'm actually going a small
1: cog in the wheel. So, you know, ch- definitely look at this site.
0: I'm definitely, I'm, I'm actually supposed to be linking up when we get down there um, to the A, we're supposed to be linking up with a photographer for dinner or something like that. So I'm oh. definitely going to be sending some your way. Oh, I, I promise you. I
1: promise yeah. you. So yeah. We're
0: definitely doing that. And I, I'm curious too, sis, cause I asked everybody this, right? Then there's two questions mm-hmm. that we I, I usually ask all the guests, right? So one would be, what was one of the biggest thing? Oh, what, what was our, what was one of the biggest lessons you've learned throughout your career that, you know, that you'd want to give back to a younger professional right now? What's one lesson that you'd want them to, to hang their hat on? Like, did you, you went through door number one. You was like, God damn, that's hot. Like, <laughs> like, what advice would you give to other professionals? So
1: this one came kind of mid-career for me. hmm so for so there's just two things I'm going to say. One, build your trust circle because you need people to lean on. And you need people to to that's going to encourage you through the worst of times and through the best of times. Method. Always have your always. <laughs> your trust circle is key. And they can may, be made up of people who are actually in your specialty, specialty adjacent, just make you feel good. You need People that you can lean on that will be truthful, honest, and supportive. Mm. Um, the second thing was very interesting. So mid career, um, I had a—you a, always need a coach or a trainer. So part of that circle is somebody is like like your coach, somebody yeah. you go to and I give you give you advice. But this person said you have people come up to you, and she said they're going to sit down. They're going to have a monkey on their back. And that monkey is gonna jump off their back and destroy your desk, spit on you, rip your clothes up, rip your hair, pull on your hair, do all kinds of stuff.
0: Mm.
1: Only thing you have to make sure is when they leave you, they take their monkey with them. Mm. And why that was so important, it's like people have all their shit that they want to throw at you, don't take it on. It's not your shit. Mm. It's not your shit because you take it on and then you go act out of it and then you fuck yourself up.
0: Mm, that's real.
1: That monkey is not yours. Make sure they leave with it.
0: That's real. That deserves it. That deserves Method. Method. Damn. That deserve both. God right, damn. Since you're parted now, sis. You're parted. And, and, and also, what, what would it be, um, what's one of the coolest things that's happened in your career that you was like, oh, I can't believe I'm here in this moment?
1: Oh, wow. So I think I think that um, mm, there's a couple of them. There's a f- so honestly, so my vanity side, honestly mm. was at a black tie after party. I was at a black tie event after party and I'm standing there with Don Lemon and we're just having the funniest conversation about people in the room. I have to, cause it, uh, it was just surreal in a way of why am I standing here? Like we're all best bud friends having this mm-hmm. crazy conversation and it was just, it was, it was wonderful. And it was, and that's when you asked the question that came to mind. So, um, I'm going to say like, wow. I'm standing around here with celebrities, just chit-chat, and there's been a few, but he was the first one that had ever happened to it. Uh, shout out to Wilson Cruz, I absolutely adore him as well. Mm. He is so phenomenal, um, and we've we've had very funny, funny moments because uh, I've seen I've come across him a couple of times. Um, so. The second thing I think, and this is a professional Mm. thing
0: and about knowing
1: your value and remembering what you contribute and keeping track of what you contribute, Mm. Uh, the company I was working for had gone through a sale. um, And what happened from that, and this is like how I sort of knew, I'm like, I'm good. Is that I was included in this sale, a contracted, and I was getting a huge payout that was significant because of that sale. And I want to tell anybody when people say, no, give you numbers, just ask them, what else can we do? I'm sure there must be more mm. because there was. And I was excited and happy about that.
0: Let's get, wait, wait. <laughs> 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 yeah. I will also reply to, apply that to recruiting, right? Whatever number it is that you're thinking you want for your 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 base salary, always go twenty or thirty above that.
1: Yeah, always ask for. Is there more? Always just ask. Is there more? Don't settle for whatever
0: is. There's always you know, something, and else. you
1: know, ask what the framework is. And sometimes, you know, well, we don't have a dollar amount, but we can give you this. We can give you this. We can give you this. Just ask. Like, what else can we do? What, a else is a, what
0: else is a possibility in it? Yeah. And then I actually, I'm actually going to give you, give you my assist. Uh, one of the crazy stories that I've had. Right. Um, and I met since we're going to revolt world, I'm a holler. I'm i I'm a, I'm gonna shout him out. Right. So it was about three years ago on rankable. Right. So we had just started getting CEOs. We transitioned from an SEO platform. Cause that's when the recession happened. I mean, not the recession, the mm-hmm. damn COVID happened.
1: COVID happened. Mm-hmm. COVID
0: happened. So I'm like, oh, shit. My pipeline went from 800000 to zero to like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna have a job next week. Like, what's going on? What's popping off. You remember that? I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm like, I'm, I'm getting a little traction on LinkedIn. Boss, man, let's just start a podcast. Let's get people that we'd want to sell to on mm-hmm. the show. Let's get them talking mm-hmm. about themselves. Let's build the relationship. And then hopefully throw throws a bone on the back end, right? So we started doing that. But the SEO stuff was cool to me. But that's not what I'm passionate about because right? mm-hmm. ed- we'll sit there talking about seo the next thing you know we're talking about some crazy story and that's the shit that i love and mm-hmm. i started reaching out to ceos i reach out i'm on the couch on the same couch i'm sitting on right now with my girlfriend at the time. and i see detavio come up and he's the cfo of revolt i'm like holy shit he's a black man he's a c-level revolt. he's diddy's man. i need to be able to holler at him um your baby be right back went in the room create a 30 40 second video right and it was like, yo, brother, I'm, I'm from the Bronx. I got two kids, man. I'm doing this little podcast thing. Um, I'm an SEO agency. Like, I don't want to sell you. I want to become somebody like you. And in order for me to get there, I want to learn from you. So would you mind coming on the show, giving us some lessons? Eight hours later, he sh- shoots me a message back. King, I would love to da, 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 shoot me some dates. Long story short, two months later, we're, we're booked. We're booked. What are the odds on this very day that we have the interview, he gets promoted to CEO? on the day we have it i'm like oh yes i'm on linkedin i see the notice on ad age and all those publications and ad week and all i'm like what he's supposed to come to the show and and i'm happy for him and at the same time i'm nervous i'm like he's not gonna show up that's it we lost him there's no way in hell on the first day of him being the ceo revolt that he's gonna come on to my little seo show and and take Mm an hour out of his day the brother came 15 minutes early
1: 15 minutes
0: early, so I wouldn't miss it, brother, on the most important day of his career. Mm-hmm. So I want to say shout-out to my brother DeSavio, and this that's a big reason why I'm coming down and support you, brother, because I know it's a big moment for you, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to miss it, bro. And I appreciate you just being somebody, just to say, man, and it's possible, because what made it look for me, it was like, man, if he's willing to say yes, who else is willing to say yes? And that changed, you know. It, it changed the way I thought. It changed my mindset. It made me just want to keep reaching, reaching, shooting for the stars, landing on the cloud. So, mm-hmm. so shout out to that brother. And that was that was one of those mama, mama, man. I'm like, mom, I told everybody on the block, mama, revolt. I'm, I'm gonna be on TV one day. You know what I'm saying? And it was crazy. So, shout out to him. And that was one of my one of my moments. And um, I'm trying to think. I also had another good question for you too, sis. I was on the tip of my tongue just now. Ah, it was on the tip of my tongue. Hmm. Then what is that's there it goes. So you've done and accomplished a lot of things, sis. What does the mountaintop look like for you in your career? Ooh. So the last thing I really
1: want to, like, what the mountain is going to physically look like Mm -hmm. is I'm going to be on the cover of Fortune magazine. Mm. (laughs) We're
0: going to throw air horns and throw that in there. You get two for that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we have this smoky, black, kind of blue background. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna be sitting there, and it's gonna look like you know some—I don't know. This is—it's kind of like the, the the smart look, the clever, like sexy, like okay, be sexy <laughs> at all, but you know what I mean? Yeah. they kind of like power. It's gonna look like power.
0: So who 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 right now do you think? What black woman? I
1: think I'm I'm gonna do that with Potstock. That's yeah, no, you're, I-
0: you're going you're gonna do it, sis. But I'm yeah. curious right now, who is somebody that's doing it right now in your eyes that's like that has that same image, just a black woman? Who, like, you know what I mean? That you see her and you're, like, so inspired. So, who I, so
1: I actually, one of, and I, I think she would be in tears when she is, this. Bozma. Bozma. Bozma,
0: yeah. I thought she was going to say Bozma, yeah? Um,
1: she is. Uh, we go way back. I love that woman to pieces. I see her every so often. She's one of them. She's one of the people that I think of that um, is just doing it. And there's a few there's a few others. I you know, I am lucky uh, So someone who's really behind the scenes and probably will hit me when I say this. Uh, there's a woman, Audrey Steele, who's an EVP at, at Fox. Mm. Another powerhouse, another incredible amazing black woman in business. A lot of, you know what, I will say this too. I noticed a lot of, there are a lot of women who kind of sit in the background of it all, but they're doing, they're, they're moving the needle. They're moving the needle um, and doing such amazing, amazing, amazing work. Um, Tiffany mm-hmm. Warren, um, job, which a lot of people know from Ad Color, Ad-cola, has yeah. really built an amazing platform to honor. Talent, um, talented people and creative. Um, there are silent people like Weta Duncan, she has a um, a non for profit out there mm-hmm. that is it's called the Duncan Tree Foundation, devoted to on one hand medical missions, and she's done like 200 across the world for um, Philippines, Jamaica, Trinidad, just getting scoliosis surgery. She's gotten wow amazing people from the New York area, from Sloan, from Cornell, just to go down there and perform, voluntarily perform these medical missions to change wow. the lives of youth. Wow, moving that's dope. To a space where, you know, COVID kind of kills medical missions, but moving now into a space where there is a, um, uh, a model around getting mentorship into New York City schools. Yeah. Um, that she's working on uh so so many people i think of that doing amazing stuff i could sit here
0: yeah i'm not gonna that's something i definitely want to get into um i want to start going back to the schools i want to go i, I want to go to high schools and i want them to see the hat the hoodie Yeah, you know, i'm from the street like and just want to be i feel like i could connect with them on a different level i've mm-hmm. got my 50 year old right sitting right now <laughs> he, he's he, he didn't have school today so he's sitting there with me and i yeah. everything i do with the business Yo, know, this is what i do this is why it's important and things like that. But I do want to say before we continue, shout out to Bazuma, shout out to Tiffany, shout out to all the ladies you name. I need y'all on the show, y'all. If y'all want to come by, I tell your story, Bazuma. I need you. Add color. What's up, Tiffany? I just had to do on the show. Wait, wait, what's up? What's up? Dude? What's up? We here, baby. We here. We out here doing it. But um, yeah. Now shout out to all those queens for real.
1: I think of like Monique Nelson too,
0: mm-hmm. CEO,
1: yeah. world, an amazing. Amazing, amazing woman. When I when I think of the list of black women, I just I could sit here and go for a while and so I mean and I those those guys, you know, they just have some, you know, notability and, and I just, you know, I think of the scientists. Um, I even think of my niece who is uh, right now director of um one of the she's a OBGYN, so she's down in Atlanta. So maybe we'll see her um but she's the director of a program for women at marietta hospital and has been very involved in getting services to underserved women in georgia and the atlanta area who don't have means or don't have access so her name is zoe julian um I can go on for a while and it just, you know, I'm, I'm hesitant because I will well up and start tearing up and crying all over your show, which mm-hmm. it'll ruin my eyeliner. So we can't do that <laughs> because I'm not into like black lines, but you know what? I'm going to say this. Look, look to your left, look to your right. There are just amazing people around you and acknowledge them for the stuff that they do and push them forward and maybe be part of that trust circle that really uplifts
0: them. That's it. And that's why that's exactly why we wanted to create this for that. Yeah, because I look left and look right. When I was 21 year old, sis, I didn't have anybody. It was nobody. You see the one brother, sister in the conference and we're all the way over there. We give you a head. Now, we know we're together, but we'll, we won't see. Me. We won't. We try not to, you know, congregate and all that. And now it's just like, man, I just want to know who my people are. I want to know what you got there. How did you get to this role as the CEO of X, Y, Z? for Zumba. Mm-hmm. how did you get to the CMO of Netflix? What are some of the politics that you had to deal with, and how did you keep a, your game mm-hmm. face on and play the game at that high of a level? Like, I want to know all of that stuff, because those are the things we need to know if we're going to beat. Well, shout out to Dr. Teresa. She said, she said, you know, for us to beat the big boss. Yeah. And the big boss is our career. You know yeah. what I mean? yeah. It's nobody else. It's just our mm-hmm. career, but we're Every year and it's like the video games, like we're we're learning, we're up leveling our skills, mm-hmm. we're going through hoops and loops. Mm-hmm. So eventually we could beat that big boss. Yeah. And that's what and, all this information's for.
1: Yeah. And and you have to like think of like people at different levels. Like I, I think of there's a VP of strategy at Hero Collective, Sky Downing, someone that just does amazing work and needs to be um perpetuated and lauded. Uh you know, we mm-hmm. we need to keep. Keep our eyes on the people beside us and and continue to push them. I mean the, no. you know you you have my heart, Jared. You know you have my yeah. heart. And it's like, you know, even our 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 interaction initially, just the 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 way we came about it on LinkedIn, just because you shared something that was going on, and I was moved by that. And
0: yeah, and, and we're, had to
1: say something. And we're like,
0: going back to the scene.
1: <laughs> happening? <that's laughs> we're
0: time. going back going back to Atlanta they stopped my ass and got me but damn it but it's all love I love Atlanta man I love the vibes in Atlanta and sis I'm mm-hmm. gonna say this I- I've got nothing but love and respect for you, you know I love you mm-hmm. um you know it's all- always love I'm glad to call you a friend big sis all the above I know you're gonna do amazing things at Pockstar. Steve you got a real one with you so you guys are gonna explode and I know that for a fact but I just want to say I thank you and I appreciate mm-hmm. everything about you sis and we're gonna turn up in revolt world you know Yes, we are.
1: <laughs> I arrive home. tomorrow evening. I'll call you when I land.
0: I'll be there since you let I'm me know.
1: Near the, near the venue. So I wasn't so, going in. Downtown Atlanta traffic has to be the worst thing I've ever encountered crazy. in my life.
0: It's so crazy. it's crazy. Wait, <laughs> I didn't even look at where the venue is. and I'm just I'm just floating with it. I just can't wait to get down there and see our, mm-hmm. see our people and see what they do. And I know there's going to be a lot of brands down there, too. So brands, PacStock, OTB Digital, we're coming to Shake Hands, Kiss Babies. We're coming in to get a deal, baby. So we're going to make it happen.
1: Yes, got to walk away.
0: Got paid pay for my trip, damn it. That's it. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Since, but you yeah. know, I love you, baby. You know, you always have a... a, a uh, you always have a, a role here. If you ever want to come back on the show, if you want to promote anything, this is thank your platform you. just as much as thank it's mine, you. sis. Oh,
1: thank you. And thank you for having me. Thank you for being my friend. Always thank you for being my friend.
0: And you know I Like I said, I sat with my cousin and all my people, I love you for free. That's it. <laughs> I love you for free, yeah. y'all. And you know... Love and this you is. Back. You know that, sis. And so thank you for all the listeners and subscribers, man. Thank you for this. Another great episode, man. This was a great conversation. We're going to see you guys next week, September 28th. We got the former WBO champ, middleweight champ Peter Quillen coming to the show. So, you know, if you're into boxing, he beat Winky right back in the day. He was the first boxer in the Barclays. He's the first Boxing event in the Barclays when it opens. So he's got a bunch of stories. He's from New York. He's from Brooklyn. We're gonna have one on the show. We're gonna talk shit. We're gonna give game. And we'll see you guys next week, man. You ain't know the episode more than the title, baby. What Oh, what you know about me.